The contents of this podcast are provided for general information and educational purposes only and do not constitute investment, accounting, legal, tax or other professional advice. Welcome to the Money Magnet Podcast, helping you attract and keep a fortune that counts with co-hosts self-made money magnet Steve McKnight and esteemed journalist Rowan Wen. G'day, c Dan. G'day, listeners. Howdy, Row, Row, Rowan. Today, we're going to be talking about how many people are on the path to poverty. The path to poverty. Yes. I like alliteration, as I said before. Can you imagine it? It's like through a murky wood with dark trees. It doesn't sound bats. good. I can see like little red riding hood walking through the forest and it's getting darker and darker and scarier. Yeah. Are you calling me the big bad wolf? No, poverty's the wolf. You're riding hood, actually, <laughs> in that scenario. <laughs> so talk to me about that, Steve. Why do people get on this path? You talk about this in your book, Money Magnet, chapter 21, I think it was. And you talk about the path, but crucially, how to avoid it. Why do people get into it in the first place? Why do they choose that path? Do hmm. they choose it? Why do they fall into it? People do what they think is right, and their context is what their parents and grandparents and other people have done. And people would rather be right and wrong than wrong and right. And by that, I mean people would rather do the wrong thing and conform than the right thing and non-conform. Now, you're very critical in this chapter about the corporate ladder. Now, I always thought that was a good thing because ladders get you places, right? But you're very critical. A lot of people fall off ladders and end up in hospital with broken necks as well. Old people, generally. (laughs) Well, anyway, the story here is pretty straightforward. I was working at one of the big accounting practices and I was climbing the corporate ladder dutifully. And then one day I looked up and what I realized is all I could see was the butt of the person in front of me. (laughs) You're right. And I didn't like the view. Yeah. So I realized that the corporate ladder was not something I wanted to climb. I needed to find a different way. So I'm not big into ladders, I'm big into pathways. So in chapter 21, you talk about the first step on that corporate ladder, that that's a path to poverty. Hmm. And it's income and superannuation, you say. Getting a job and getting paid. You would think that's a good thing, right? Well, I think it is a good thing. Yeah. People need something to do with their lives, yeah? And the reason why it's the first step is because what seems like a good idea can horribly go wrong. How? The second step is when people then go, oh, I've got money and oh, I can borrow money. So that's how it goes wrong. And I actually did that step. Yeah, right. Talk to me about that. Well, I was working at Deloitte at the time and I had a safe, secure income and I was driving around in a brown VC Commodore, which was starting to rust. And I thought, this isn't a very nice car. It's not. I deserve a new car. You do. And so I went to the Mitsubishi dealership at South Bank that's no longer there. Yep. And I got a car loan for a blue Mitsubishi Lancer Coupe. New or used? It was brand, brand new. Why would you buy a brand new car, mate? Well, because I was probably a bit silly. But I thought that I deserved it and I had an image to uphold and I could write some of it off on my tax. Were you with Jules at this point? I was not with Jules at this point. A single boy? Uh, Well, that was a bit of plumage, wasn't it? (laughs) It was a little bit. A little bit of plumage. Blue plumage. (laughs) I love it. That makes you a, yeah. It wasn't really a pickup car, though. A bird. Because, you know, it was a coupe, so there was no no back seat to speak of. Okay. <laughs> this is descending to a direction please, that I didn't on. think we were going to go in. Yeah. But anyway, play on. So step two is- It's a car crash. Let's keep going. Ah, uh, nicely done. Thanks. Dad jokes. You're very good at them. You're very quick on your feet. 
moving on, step two is where people get blindsided because they think, now I've got an income, I've got borrowing ability. Yep. And of course, there's lots of people out there that are happy to have a new customer who's going to pay them interest and make the mistake of buying an asset that goes down in value immediately after you've purchased it. Got it's it. A like a car. Asset. Yep. Like a car, like new clothes, furniture, et cetera, et cetera. And so I wandered off the path to success, even though I was a trained accountant with a good job and started heading down the pathway of poverty. So are you anti-job then? I mean, people say jobs is, means just over broke. Are you anti-job? No, that's sometimes a chant. People say at Wealth Creation Seminars, I'm pro-job. Because I think it, it's about earning money and being a positive contributor to society and even paying your taxes because you consume the roads and the hospitals and all the rest of it. I think a job is Taxes is great. are good. They give back. And being productive, right? You feel like you're making a contribution. Yeah. The problem is when you need your job more than your job needs you. Got it. And all of a sudden you become disempowered rather than empowered and you have to do it rather than having the choice to do it. And then you start hating your job because you don't have a choice not liking the people you work with because you think they're all idiots. And then really you've just sort of got to a situation where you're feeling a bit sad about life because you're upset at your circumstances. So you say the second step on the path to poverty is spending. Mm. Yeah. When people, they've got a job, they're making money, they go and buy stuff they don't need. Not only spending, but spending beyond their means. Got and it. Okay. using debt to fund it. Right. And that's common. Very common. I mean, probably the norm these days with how easy it is to get into creative types of debt like buy now, pay later and store credit and then the usual, the credit card and, of course, the big one, the mortgage. And people tend to act like they deserve it, yeah? It's kind of like, well, I've worked very hard. You know, I'm a good person. I've got this stressful job. I should have the car, the golf clubs, the whatever it is, yeah? The holiday. Yeah. And why is that? Because when you spend today's income and tomorrow's income in debt, you work tomorrow and you don't have anything to show for it because the thing that you bought has already had its utility. You know, the car's not new anymore or alternatively you've been on the holiday or the furniture's now got a few stains on it, but you've got to keep working to pay it off and you need to work hard and therefore you say to yourself, I'm a hard worker. I deserve it. I deserve it. But you don't have any money to be able to buy new things because you're committed to repaying yesterday's debts. And so... More debt. More debt. And that's the pathway to poverty, getting into more and more debt. And let's just look at a big one. Let's say you've got a mortgage, right? Yep. And a mortgage is a big 20, 30-year commitment. Mm -hmm. And you're going to work and maybe both of you at work. And so the kids have to go into daycare. And then you need to put stuff in your house and every spare cent is going on the cost of living these days and you're just getting more and more exhausted. And finally you come home, you start arguing with your partner and you say, stuff this, we need a holiday. Yep. So, and you borrow for it. Yeah, you redraw the home mortgage. So people stuck on this money go round, as you describe it. I like it. that. Do you like that? That's your saying, money go round. Yeah, well, that's, that's society. The money go round. That would be a good book title, I reckon. Okay, well, I want a royalty, please. But anyway, <laughs> you write it. I'll just take Did the royalty. Did you say you're royalty? <laughs> no. King Rowan. No, I'm All of, hail the king. No, I'm man of the Long people. live the king. Now, the final step in the path to poverty, right? Mm. But I will get that royalty from that book, by the way. But the final part- the final <laughs> it's, step, on, it's on the recording. The final step is retirement, right? You're on the money year round and suddenly you don't have income. So what happens then? Well, you've got yourself into a commitment for a lifetime where you swap your time for money and then you get to the age where people don't want to buy your time anymore mm. or your health is at the point where you can't swap your time anymore or the government says that's enough, you need to go and trot off so young people can have jobs. 
however you end up there, we are on a one-way track to getting older. And that's when pensions come in, right? Yeah. Well, now we get to the point where if you haven't already invested enough for your future, you have to rely on income from other sources other than investing and other than your job for you to survive. And the only other source other than charity, and charities are getting busier and busier, is government payments. But there's a trap because the government can't afford to keep borrowing money itself to pay for these pensions. Sooner or later, there'll be a snap point. And you know what I think it is? What? Taxing the family home. This great tax-free asset that people have got is a giant spiv that the country can't afford if it also wants to provide welfare payments to older Australians. It'd be a very brave government to tax the family home. Well, they're already talking about death duties and they're already talking about perhaps we need to cap the amount of CGT-free part of a home. And I think people need to make the choice, which is... Do we want younger people to have to pay higher and higher taxes to keep older people in a standard of living that they're used to? Mm. Or do we say to these older people, hey, this family home that you've been chip, 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 chipping away at, we need to tax that in order to pay for your welfare and retirement? Extraordinary. Already, I've read recently that the government's looking at doing focus groups on having people pay more and more money towards their old aged care because the government can't afford to keep paying for it as more and more people get older and older. All right. So that's fairly depressing. And that is the path to poverty. What if I want to avoid poverty? What do I do? There's another path. (laughs) And guess what? What is that? Is that a song? Yeah, well, I don't know, but it's the path to prosperity. Maybe there's a song. You could write some lyrics. (laughs) Possibly could. Yeah, I reckon you could. So what's the path to prosperity? I'd love to tell you all about it, but it's going to be on the next episode. Awesome. Talk then. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Money Magnet podcast. If you have questions or would like to provide feedback, then please send an email to podcast at moneymagnet.au.